Hello and welcome to Shear Jashub, a Bible study program brought to you by the Fellowship of Shear Jashub Christian Tabernacle in Madison, Connecticut. My name is Patty Scalzo, and today my husband, Pastor Greg Scalzo, will be continuing the study on heavenly authority. Last time we left off in the book of Leviticus, chapter 10, at the ordination of the priests at the tabernacle. When fire comes out from the Lord and consumes two sons of Aaron, Nadab and Abihu, because they offered profane or unauthorized fire before the Lord. Now, let's rejoin Pastor Greg as he continues the teaching. And right from the start of this priesthood, two are already dead. And it makes us think into the New Testament. And you think of the early church and the formation of the early church. And right from the beginning, what do you have? Two dead, Ananias and Sapphira, who lied to the apostles and in their hearts try to lie to God to say, well, this was the amount that we received from the land. It was their money. It was their field. They didn't have to give their field. They didn't have to give the whole amount of the purchase price. But they couldn't stand there before the congregation and say, look, I've given our whole land to the church and lied to the Holy Spirit when they gave only half. And so right from the beginning, they were both struck dead. And I believe God, from the beginning of any institution, does this to show the seriousness, the awesomeness of his power, and the seriousness of the call. This must have been a very traumatic event. Could you imagine the people there so happy over this ordination, and all of a sudden they look, and there's Nadab and Abihu, and they're dead. And Aaron must be standing there saying, why? What's happened? And we read the answer in verse 3, and Moses says to Aaron, This is what Yahweh the Lord spoke, saying, By those who come near me, I must be regarded as holy. By those who come near me, very important for those in positions of responsibility and leadership, by those who come near me, I must be regarded as holy. And before all the people, I must be glorified. So Aaron held his peace. Aaron said no more. The leaders, those in service, those who come near, must regard the Lord as holy. Our God is a consuming fire of holiness. And that's the important point we come to in this study on heavenly authority. Worship, or any matter of religion, or our relation to God, must not be man's way, or man's ideas, but must be God's prescribed way. His way, not ours. His requirements, not ours. His fire, not our fire. There's a gross error in modern religion. Doing things that seem good. Let's do this for God. This seems good. And a lot of times in modern religion, when the Bible is made fun at, or the minister does not hold it as inerrant, when they don't even know if Jesus is the Son of God, if they doubt the virgin birth, they doubt the resurrection, they doubt the second coming, what do they have left to do? They've ignored God's holy fire, and so they offer their fire, and they do things that sound good, but it's profane. It's strange fire onto God. 
If it's not of God, it's bad in his sight. And the second point is that there's special wrath against the leaders who do not observe God's holiness. Nadab and Abihu are given great responsibility and great authority, and so they're held to stricter guidelines, and they have a harsher penalty because to whom much is given, much is required. And you must consider and think today of all the men and women that are in ministry who don't believe. They belong to churches that have Christians somewhere in the name or in their background, and yet they don't believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. And then they teach others to likewise not believe in the fullness of faith. And what a dangerous place they must have because they're offering profane and strange fire unto God. All the different ideas and the thoughts of men's mind, the things that come across their mind, they say, well, let's do this. Certainly God is a God of love and a God of peace. And anything you do in any way you see him, whatever form you want to acknowledge him in, it's fine. But it's not fine. God has given us a way. And we know in the New Testament the way is Jesus Christ. And for those who put aside the fire of God, that put aside his Son, and put aside the fire of the Holy Spirit, and bring their own ideas and concepts and imaginations and offer strange, adulterous, profane fire. It can look like the nicest building. They can seem like the nicest men and women. But God sees them as Nadab and Abihu. Strange fire before the Lord being too casual with the things of God. And even for ministers of believing churches who themselves believe, there's a caution here. And there's a caution really for all Christians because every believer in Jesus Christ is called to some type of service. The caution, beware of unauthorized fire. Beware of strange fire. Do what God commands, but more than that, trying to add to what God commands is dangerous. It's the way of men, it's the traditions of men. And we see that in the Christian church through the centuries, how people add their traditions to the ways of God. And the end result is confusion for the people. It's unauthorized fire. It's strange fire before God. And in born-again churches, you wonder in each church's itinerary of activities, you wonder how much is God's authorized offerings, his fire, and how much is strange or profane fire offered up by men. God has something specifically he wants for that church. But to do more than that is to offer strange fire. And all the ideas and the, the concepts that the elder board or the deacon board might dream up, all the programs that the minister might have that he feels will be good for the church, all the activities that people just love to do, if they're not authorized, if that's not the call of the Lord for that church, if that's not what he wants done, then it's extra. It's like taking the fire, put it in the sense to say, well, we also give you this, Lord, and God hasn't asked for it because it diverts from the true purpose of that church. In each of our lives, how much is holiness to the Lord under God's anointing and how much 
as Christians that we have in our life, the profane, the adulterous, the strange to the Lord, as we wave it to him, even as we might wear our crosses or put our stickers, our fish stickers on our bumper, doing activities that God does not want us to do, doing things that should not be in our lives, forgetting that we're supposed to be holy to the Lord and offering strange and profane fire. So Aaron held his peace. In verse 4, Then Moses called Mishael and Elzephon, the sons of Uziel, the uncle of Aaron, and said to them, Come near, carry your brethren from before the sanctuary out of the camp. So they went near and carried them by their tunics out of the camp. And Moses said to Aaron and to Eleazar and Ithamar, his sons, Do not uncover your heads nor tear your clothes, which was common when someone close to you died, you would tear the clothes in mourning, lest you die and wrath come upon all the people. But let your brethren and the whole house of Israel bewail the burning which the Lord has kindled. You shall not go out from the door of the tabernacle of meeting, lest you die, for the anointing oil of the Lord is upon you. And they did according to the word of the Lord. So their relatives could mourn for the two sons, but they were not to mourn. They still had the clothing on of the priest. They couldn't tear it. They still had the anointing oil on them. They couldn't take it off. They had to finish the consecration and finish the ordination. And it sounds so harsh, but remember when Jesus said, in Luke chapter 9, verse 61. And another also said, Lord, I will follow you, but let me first go and bid them farewell who are at my house. But Jesus said to him, No one having put his hand to the plow and looking back is fit for the kingdom of God. They started the service, they had finished what they had started, and they needed to look forward and not look back. That was a calling upon them in chapter 10, verse 8, we get a little more information. Then the Lord spoke to Aaron. So it's a word from the Lord to Aaron. God is going to answer some of his questions. Do not drink wine or intoxicating drink, you nor your sons with you, when you go into the tabernacle of meeting, lest you die. It shall be a statute forever throughout your generations that you may distinguish between holy and unholy, and between unclean and clean, and that you may teach the children of Israel all the statutes which the Lord has spoken to them by the hand of Moses. We see more about their calling. They are to distinguish between holy and unholy, clean and unclean, and they are to be the teachers of the children of Israel, all the statutes, all the law, which the Lord has spoken. And how can you do that if you're drunk? Really, how can you do anything if you're drunk? And you see here, in order to have a clear mind, in order to think properly, you can't be drinking the wine. You can't be drunk with wine. There's an implication here. Is that why Nadab and Abihu did what they did? Had they been drinking? And so when the moment happened, and everyone is caught up in the moment, 
feeling very loose, feeling very casual, feeling very at ease, feeling without inhibition, right? What does alcohol do? It takes away inhibition. Did they then offer that strange fire? If not drunk with wine, they certainly were drunk in the situation, and they acted as drunk men. Aaron, don't take any intoxicating drink, neither you nor your sons, when you minister at the tabernacle. It's not respectful. It's irreverent. And you see the dangers of frivolity in ministry. You cannot have a drunken attitude. You cannot have a frivolous attitude in ministry, which is exactly what Nadab and Abihu had. Either they had been drinking and they were frivolous, or they acted as drunk men. The point is, there is no place in ministry for silliness, for frivolity. We rejoice that you could join us for the program today and hope that it was a blessing to you. We here at Sheer Jashub love to receive your notes of encouragement, or if you feel led of the Lord to financially support the Bible study outreach of our church, please send all correspondence and donations to Sheer Jashub Christian Tabernacle, Post Office Box 518, Branford, Connecticut 06405. Also, if you will be in the area, please join us for Sunday service. Sheer Jashub Christian Tabernacle meets every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. in the upper room of the Memorial Hall on Meeting House Lane in Madison, Connecticut. Take I-95 to exit 61. Go down to Route 1. Turn right, and at the next light, turn right again. Please join us for our next broadcast of Sheer Jashub.